Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. How's it going, everybody in the podcast world? Happy summer, right? I'm Kimberly. And I'm Alicia. And we are so glad you're here with us on the Clarity Call today. So, just in case you're new here, it's your your first time listener, we'll give you a quick little background on us. So, we are sisters. We, together, between us, not together. (laughs) I think I say together often and have to correct myself, but between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. And we are both in our second and final marriages. Yes. We also live in the same neighborhood. Yes. And do life together pretty much every day. Yes. It's wonderful. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's just funny because I think about the, the rap sheet that we have and I, and you say 16 and then I go, oh, and four grandbabies. And of those 16, four step, one, this, four, seven, this, you know, I just start doing all the numbers in my head and it, it's crazy. Well, and if you want to know all of the details, I mean, this will be episode 47 that we're recording right now. And In 47 episodes, I mean, we've almost given you a year into our lives. So you want all the details? Go back to the beginning and start over. (laughs) You're going to get an earful. Yeah. And I love when I meet new people in our in our church, we have lots of new people moving in and it's like, I want to have a little download chip or something where I can just be like, as they meet you, you can just like put a little download chip in there and like, then they'll just know, oh, this person comes with all this information. <laughs> so like you can talk to them as a normal human and not feel like you have to shade anything or, yeah. you know, hold anything back because we get it. All I mean, of it. Can you imagine just like being your authentic self right at the beginning? I am now. Yeah, same. And I think people kind of are like, whoa, hey, that's a lot. <laughs> He's up a little bit there. But yeah. I'm just like, nope, coming at you with the real full me. Here you go. Right. And that leads us into our reality check today very well because... As you know, if you've listened, that I do have eight biological children and four stepchildren. And with all of those children have come a lot of ball games. Of, of all kinds. Of every kind. You name it. Other than I think, vol- no, we did volleyball even because Amber did volleyball for a year. Water polo? No, <laughs> no water polo. I'm just swimming. kidding. I mean, we legit though have done, you know, a little of all of it. Hockey, mm-hmm. lacrosse, like we've seen right. all of it. So. You would think that I would have my crud together mm-hmm. when it comes to the last child, which I say confidently, last child. And he's six. And we've decided in this big game of life that we're going to enroll him into a baseball camp. For the summer. Well, it's just for, for a, week, a week. But yeah. Of the summer. Because this kid wants to play. Brock wants to play every sport. He doesn't care. He's playing legit hockey in the garage with dad because dad has hockey sticks and a puck and I mean it's so fun but it's crazy he wants to be involved so we decide yes we're going to enroll him well this comes after a vacation that we made quick to go up and watch a football game I know since our last episode I've been to New York City and back and Alicia's been to Arkansas and back yes 
And anyway, so it's been crazy. We both say vacation, but you know, it's not really vacation. It's no, just we busy. weren't together on a beach somewhere, <laughs> which is the only way it would actually be a vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so we get back Sunday afternoon and it's sunny. And mind you, we've had tons of rain in Texas. Oh yeah, yeah. Lots of rain and storms, storms, storms. So we wake up Monday morning realizing we've signed him up for this camp and Mike's about to go on a day, on a week long, um, quote unquote, scout camp with some young men for a week, 14 year, 14, like 12 year olds anyway. And so he's trying to prep for that, but we realize we've gotten rid of all of our sporting gear. We have no, as when we moved here, we left everything behind because we're going to start over. Mm -hmm. Well, we needed to start over really fast Monday morning before camp, 8 a.m. We find ourselves at Walmart. But as we're driving. It wasn't 8 a.m. because I saw her in traffic at 8.20 a.m. Yeah, it was supposed to be 8 a.m., by the way. We're like, we're leaving. We're going right then. Well, 8.20, Kimberly's right. She looks over down at the Speedway area and goes, what? And I, she's, she rolls her window down in a massive rainstorm is like, where are you going? Where are you going? She's heading to therapy. She's, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. No, it was actually like 835. Oh yeah. We were late. Cause because, we had already been in traffic <clears throat> yeah, right there in front of Bucky. She's running late and she's never late. So I'm like, yeah, wait a second. Why are you late? Mm-hmm. So this was our chaotic Monday morning. We get to Walmart in this rainstorm and start grabbing like a bat. Yeah, we Brock need- is supposed to be at camp at, at 9, 9 a.m. Yeah. And she's in Walmart. It's like 845. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, we need a bat. Oh, we need a glove. He has to bring a helmet. He needs all this stuff. And we've already done baseball for years, softball for years and years. So we can't even believe we're in this situation for <laughs> one. And we have to drive all the way back past our house. So that's a 20-minute drive. And I'm changing him in the car. <clears throat> and then we realize, oh, yeah, his mitt because they didn't have a good mitt, and he does have a mitt at home, so we have to run back home, grab the mitt. We don't show back up to baseball camp until 9.30. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. But luckily, it was indoor. He was already late, and, you know, he shows up, and it's a whole bunch of big kids. Unlike anything we've ever dealt with before with a quote-unquote camp, and he's the youngest there. You know, there's a couple hundred kids there in this big indoor facility in this big state. We have no idea what sports are like here. And it was just serious chaos. But helps us understand that really life is going to throw us crazy things and we're going to decide things, but we can't let it stop us. Mm-mm. We can't decide that it's going to stop us. Our time is the same. Our <clears throat> experiences are going to be different with each kid, with each year. Like crazy. Life is just crazy. Yeah. But, you know, in and all people the- can judge us. Like if we show up late or we're having craziness, they don't have to understand. It's totally fine. Yeah. Like we just are doing the best we can. And it's funny. And as the fact that we can look across in all the millions of people that live in the city and we find ourselves in the same intersection. Both running late on the crazy in a major in a major rainstorm. Anyway, well, we were like we cleaned together, um, so we had scheduled cleaning for nine thirty. Usually, we're both like I'm back from dropping Jocelyn at therapy, and so we start cleaning at nine thirty. I text her the day before, and I'm like, "Um, "Can we actually do ten? Because I have to go by the pharmacy and run a couple errands on my way back after I drop Jocelyn. And then it's like I get stuck in traffic in the rainstorm. I know that she's having a crazy morning. I'm like, okay, maybe 1030. And so like our timeline for the rest of the day just gets pushed back. And that's okay because we've learned to be flexible and not make it mean that anything has gone wrong. Right. We're just doing life the best we can. And the funniest part of all of it was the next day when I get there for respite care in my normal 
mind frame. Uh-huh. We thought it was the first time we'd seen each other <laughs> since, since our, our vacation. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're back together. We're getting back into our normal routine. And it's just because Monday ended up being so crazy. Yeah, it was, it was wild. And we both thought that too. That's what was even crazier about it is we both had that mindset of like, oh, good, we're back together. But we had seen each other the day before. So it just was weird. Our yeah. brains are so funny. But it was, it was a great time. We did have a great trip. She had a great trip. We'll discuss those things at a later time, I'm sure. <clears throat> or we'll throw them in sometime. But yeah, it's just been the beginning of a crazy fun summer. And we hope you're all having a fun and safe summer so far with your kids, special needs kids, families, spouses. Life is, uh, it's just, you have to make it um, mean what you want it to because otherwise it's going to come and go and you won't even know where you've been. Right. So today, our topic is going to be shift. And we really love that this is coming in right now because we've just finished um, our interview with uh, therapist Jeff Stur. Is that how you say his last name? Stur, yeah. Stur. And we talked a lot about, you know, I mean, the concept there was when you're ready to move your life in a different direction, you get a moving buddy meaning a coach or a therapist or someone that you can work with or counsel with to help you see your thoughts in a different light and, and help you move your life in a different direction. So shifting your mindset as you're striving to move your life in a new direction is really big. Being super aware of your thoughts and, and we want to offer you more tools that will help you stay in the clarity of mind that you'll need to follow through with the changes you want to make as you shift into a new direction in your life. Right. And with that shift, you have to realize like, just like a car, when you downshift, you slow, right. it slows you down. So when you're making these shifts and you're changing gears, you have to realize that you are very seriously going to have to slow it down. You speed back up once you learn, relearn these tools and these ways of looking at things. Because I just did it this morning with one of my kids as we're reviewing this. And I'm just like, stay positive, be happy. <laughs> and we're going to address <laughs> that those aren't necessarily the ways that we um, that we go about it. And in the next um, couple of podcasts, we're going to talk about those things. But this is a process. And as we shift, we have to slow down and really be conscious of what we're thinking, what we're doing, and what how we're we respond. saying out yeah. loud to ourselves, to others. others. Yeah. So. All right. So we're going to start off with the first big one. You probably tell yourself this, even if it's subconsciously several times a day, I can't do it. Or if you have kids, they're probably telling you, I can't, I can't. do it. Yeah. yeah right? They want you to hold their hand all the time. And internally, we have our toddler screaming that at us too, in a lot of cases, right? So instead of saying, I can't do it, we want you to replace that with, I'm still learning, I'm figuring it out. Right. And I like to think about this as a puzzle. As we all know, if you've done a puzzle of any size, it takes a long time to figure it out and to find the right pieces. And it reminds me of my daughter as she was talking about life lessons or things that I had taught her whatever in life. I think it was a Mother's Day tribute a couple of years ago. And it was, she says, I remember doing puzzles with mom and saying, never force. You never force things. And you do that with puzzles. You realize that if you try to make a piece fit, even though it looks super close, it, does, it still doesn't work out. It's the wrong color. It's the wrong, there is, there's just something still a little wrong about it. And so forcing things doesn't help. 
Right. So by saying, um, I can't do it, or... You don't just chuck the puzzle piece over your shoulder, right? Right. Then you're really never going to finish <laughs> you your <hold>. puzzle. <laughs> but that you're still learning, you're still trying, you're still... Um, manip- you Not manipulate isn't the right word, but just shifting, shifting, shifting until you get the right fit. Right. And th- that's okay. You got to take time with that. Yeah. So I uh, was listening to one of my mentors coach a lady this last week, and... She was in a situation where she had just been divorced. She didn't know how she was going to support her kids. She didn't know if she was going to get child support or, and I've been in those shoes, you know, like I've been divorced. I didn't know how my child support was going to work out. I just was in a place where I was like, I can't do this. This is too hard. And I realized in hindsight that I did figure it all out. You know, I probably created a lot more chaos and misery in my own life because I was telling myself this is too hard. I can't do it. And that was halting my process of figuring it out. But ultimately, I was able to. So um, I was listening, though, to this to one of our mentors coach. And she said, you don't have to figure anything out because this gal was like, I have to figure this out and I have to figure this out. And she just was kind of distraught about all of it. And, you know, she's like, um, the way you figure it out is just to do, take a step, just one thing. You don't have to know what the end is going to be. You just have to do something. So do you want to look for a job that would fit into your life? Do you want to get in touch with a lawyer and see what that's going to look like, making sure you get your child support or, you know, like make a list if you want and start doing something, but that's how you're going to figure it out. You don't have to know all the answers right now. And you telling yourself, I have to figure this out and I have to figure that out right now is just creating more worry and stress in your life. So zoom out, realize that there is an end goal here and you just have to take the next step. That's it. It's already all figured out, right? You just have to slow down and breathe and take baby steps. Right. So this happened in my life just this last week, my 18-year-old son, Judson, got his mission call, which we've all been waiting for. We've been so excited. And when he read his mission call letter, it said he's going to serve a service mission in his own community while staying at home. Well, this is a new thing to our church or religion. And maybe it's not super new, but it's new enough that we don't even know what that means. (laughs) So we're like okay, so what do we do? And it would have been really easy to go to like, oh my gosh, I don't know, and let our brains kind of spin in chaos and overwhelm and worry about the unknown. But we just started making a list of our questions. We started scheduling the meetings with the people that have the answers for us. And we are figuring it out. It wasn't something that we were like, oh, we can't do this. Because it seemed like initially our brains wanted to offer us all of the obstacles. Right. You know, financially, how is this going to work? And where is he going to live? And what kind of vehicle? You know, I mean, just like all these things started coming into our brains and it would have been really easy to be like, we can't do this. Yeah. This, you immediately shift into that scarcity mindset. Right. Fear. But, yeah. So we were able to shift to all of the answers are already there. Everything is already all figured out. We're just going to go through the learning process to understand better what we need to do moving forward and just take it one day at a time. Right. We're still learning. Yeah. We can actually do it. Exactly. The next one is never. Instead of saying never, maybe not right now. Now, this is like that absolute all or nothing. 
And we see it a lot in, in our families, in kids. You never listen to me. You never do this. You always do that. But it's those absolutes that become very dangerous, especially in parenting, because if we say, well, you're never going to get that watch TV again, you know, or you're never going to get this for (laughs) the the rest of the day. Or always threats. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and then you realize, crap, now I'm going to have to hold on to that one. But, um, but that one is definitely like for us, it was like, oh, well, Kimberly would say, oh, I hope you can move here. or We'd like you here. And it's like, oh, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get there, you know? And it's a nice thought, but it's never going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) And then we realized that just one little baby step, like we just talked about in the, I can't do it mind frame or it's not going to happen is one baby step after another. And here we are. It, It was obviously meant to be and got figured out. And so, well, like we just talked about, it was already all figured out, but when she started thinking about it, it was just not right now. It wasn't never, it was just not right now. And as she started taking steps and figuring things out and, and the universe started conspiring in their favor and in my favor, (laughs) um, it all worked out. Right. And then with this all or nothing mentality, if you want to hear more on that, we did a full episode on it. It's episode 41 all or nothing mentality. So go check that one out if you want to hear more on that. But just watch your watch your words throughout the day and just see when you're saying this in your whether subconscious mind or out outwardly to your spouse, to your children, you know, or this is never going to be over. This is never going to, you know, never comes up a lot. Yeah, it's always going to be this hard or things like that, you know. So like in the medical world, we've I've talked a lot about Caden having a trach and us thinking that he would be decannulated or have his trach out by now. He's four years old, this end of this month. And I've had to really work on this one being like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to accept that he's never going to get decannulated. Right. And it kind of, when you say that, how do you feel? Like it makes you kind of feel hopeless, Hopeless, right? Do you want to walk around your life feeling hopeless? How are you going to show up if you're in a hopeless mindset? Right. Right. No. So I'm just saying it's just not right now. And we can step back into I'm fi- we're figuring it out. We're going to the medical appointments. We're doing the therapies. We're doing everything that we can. And it's just not right now. And that's okay. Right. Love it. The next one is I want to, but I don't have time. time. Oh, this is our favorite, right? Time, time. Yeah. Guess what? We all have the same amount of time. 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days, days a, a year. year. So, so instead of I want to, but I don't have time. We could shift it to, let's schedule it on the calendar. And guys, it's not my calendar. It ain't happening. Just not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, it's real. And and the thing is, is once you get it on the calendar, you can shift it if you need to. Yeah, we can be flexible. Is so important. And, you know, we really do. People say, how do you have time? Oh, I didn't want to bother you because I know that you're busy and you don't have time. It's like... Oh, no, honey, like I have the same amount of time as you do. And whether you have one child or no children or eight children, we all still have the same amount of time. So it's about what you prioritize and what you make time for. And, you know, if you want to make it happen, it happens. That's just that's the reality of it. Remembering that everything is a choice. And we've talked a lot about like, but I have to take care of my kids and I have to keep my house clean. and I have to make dinner and I have to have to have to. No, you don't. <laughs> no, nope. no, you don't. It can fall They're out of your all life. All choices. So, reflect on your choices and see what you need to do to make sure that you're honoring your self care, your boundaries, all of those things that are keeping you healthy and well in your world. If you need to schedule time for you. In fact, 
you really should schedule time yeah, for you. I was telling anyway. Alicia last night, she came and dropped something off and she's like, what's going on? Like she, you know, we're all professionals at reading other people. And I was just kind of in a dither. I don't even know how to describe it, but I was just like, this week is just super busy. Like there's so much going on and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get it all done. And everything and coming out of an already busy week. So you right. felt slammed already. Yeah. I mean, it really hasn't felt like summer yet. It has actually <laughs> felt busier for me, but you know, I just was like, no, I just, I need to look at my calendar. And I went ahead and looked at the rest of June and I did schedule time for me. Yeah. I was like, no, I need to have me days, me time. I can't, you know, I'm going to lose my self care and my clarity and I'm start filming myself, get agitated, irritated, bothered by things that don't typically bother me. And then I'm like, okay, nope, you're not honoring your self-care well enough if this is the things that are happening in your world. So slow down, get it on the calendar. There's time for everything. And if you don't think you have time, reach out because I'm going to tell you, you have time. Oh yeah. Yep. We'll help you figure it out for sure. Okay. The next one. I wish I had more. Instead of coming up with that, I wish I had more. I wish I had more of anything. Time, money, you know, more, whatever. Love, connection, just if we go back to that gratitude, it'll get us every time. I'm so grateful. Now there's a, there's a saying back in the day <laughs> and it always comes to my mind and I forget it, but I wrote it down this time, fix it up, wear it out, make do or do without. Yeah. That's what we were told growing up. Yeah. And this is a very real thing because the depression was real right. back in the day when our grandparents Parents had these struggling times, like that was a real thing. And that statement came out, I think, probably about then. And that mm-hmm. is a very scarce mind frame, uh, mindset of, you know, fix it up, wear it out, make do or do without. And I'm telling you, I have worked for several people. I, I cleaned, I, I just love to help people. And so I'd end up cleaning for people. And I have worked for all those types of people. I had one gentleman in particular who I worked for. Great man, great. I mean, they, I just he's just fun, jovial. But he had this mindset and he kind of was a hoarder. He mm-hmm. had everything because he just could not throw away milk jugs, anything, you yeah. know, and it just really becomes, um, you get kind of, it gets to be dangerous because mm-hmm. um, it, it can be unsanitary, it can be unsafe. And, and that just goes more than the physical part of it. It really is a danger emotionally when we, um, always feel like we need to hold on to it or have more because if we realize that instead in an abundant life, what you give get comes back to you, that karma sense that, right. you know what, my child doesn't need this anymore. I just need to give it away. If somebody else, it'll, it'll come back. It just will. It just is that open mind frame. Your heart opens, your mind opens. You become so grateful for the things that you do have. It's just a refreshing mindset to just find gratitude rather than to be like, oh, I wish I had more, more plants, more vegetables, more of this, more anything. It's just calm down, relax, shift down that gear and realize, start being grateful for what you do have and you're going to be much more happy. Right. And I mean, it's totally fine. We even did an episode. Episode 30 was on abundance. So definitely go back and check that one out for more on this topic. But we were created to want more. So there's nothing wrong with wanting more. We're talking about sitting in that pity place where you're like, oh, I wish this and I wish that. Well, 
stop wishing and start doing. First, it starts by being grateful. There is always something to be grateful for. Always. I don't care who you are in this universe. If you have clean drinking water, you have something to be grateful for. If you have shoes on your feet, you have clothes on your back, you have food to eat, you have shelter. Like if you're listening to this, you have an electronic device. (laughs) You live an abundant life. You have so many things to be grateful for. And I have found that I find myself like welling up with emotion since I've practiced this mindset of gratitude. Like sometimes it's overwhelming and in a good way. Like I am so blessed. I have such an amazing life. And yes, I still want more and better and, but in good ways, because the gratitude is helping me want more so that I can contribute more so that I can be a better self for others. Right. A better servant, a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, like all of those things. My wants are from a place of gratitude where now I want to do more and be more. And, and it's, it's just a beautiful way to live life. Yeah, I love it so much. So much to be grateful for. All and right. Go ahead. Is it the last one we have is no one likes it. Poor me. <laughs> no one likes me. No one likes what I do. Right? Like we like to get into this pity place and instead we need to shift it to it's not for everyone or I'm not for everyone. Right. We have a lot of friends and family that don't listen to our podcast. And I don't think either of us has ever thought an offensive thought about it. No, I'm thinking it now though. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but really it, it is true. Um, you know, if everyone, if we all like the same things, if we all needed this podcast, you know, I mean, then there would be, I mean, what would the purpose of life be? We all like different things, have different talents, different gifts, all that, because there's not just one thing for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, if I spent my time worried about what other people thought of me, of what I was doing or who I am as a person, I wouldn't be creating a better me. I'd be wasting time in worry and self-pity. Right. But instead, I get to make the decision that I'm not for everyone. And that is totally fine. It's hard when it's hard when we have that mindset though of like thinking you just want everyone to you want to be likable, you want to make a difference for everyone, you want to you want to be the one, you know. But um you know, it's not about the ego. We have to remember that it's okay that we're not for everyone or that everyone's not going to like what we make, what we do, how we show up. And that's okay. Totally fine. It's okay that yep. not everyone likes it. I and know. that's, it's such an important concept because this is where your confidence comes from. This is where your self-acceptance matters. And this especially is where, like we've talked about so much, validating yourself instead of seeking validation outside of yourself is so huge because that's how you gain the momentum to keep showing up as your authentic self and being your best you because that's what this world needs. The world just needs you to be your best you. Right. And I, I just thought about this. Like, so if you've been listening, you know that my part of my self-care journey has been that I am exercising um, for all the reasons um, for myself every morning. I know I have Hashimoto's 
thyroiditis and it just makes me feel better. I mean, I try to do a decent workout at least six days a week and sometimes I get a Sunday walk, but, um, it just makes me feel better in my mind and my body. And therefore I want all of my kids and my family and my spouse. I want them to like it too. (laughs) And it's hard when it's like, they don't like it. Why don't they like to come and do the yoga and do the core workout? And they don't want to go on a walk or on a run or, you know, why don't they want this? Like, it's so good for them. Why can't they like it? Like I like it. Mm -hmm. But I have to remember that, yeah, we don't all like the same exercise. We don't all like the same ways of bettering ourselves, And that's okay. I just have to remember that my way isn't the only right way. Right. That's so, an, that's not an easy concept to always um, remember, especially for us, but we're yeah. working on it, right? Right, for sure. We're so, doing it. So we're shifting. Get that car in gear. Take some downshifts. Slow down and be aware of how we're showing up, the things that we're saying, and uh, and make those changes in your world. Absolutely. And if you want help shifting, I'm here. I have a very few spots right now. Uh, free consults left. And if you would like some help shifting your mindset, creating the life that you want, I got you. But you got to send me an email. Let me know that you're ready to start. Uh, my email is theclaritycall at gmail.com. And let's get your free coaching session in so that we can see how we can get you started on living your best life now. All right. So. Before our would you rather, let us remind you of our mantra. Which is that the quality of your life depends on happy thoughts. No, I don't really believe that one. Okay. The happiness Happiness. of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Quality, thoughts, happy life. It's all in there together. I mean, as long as it's jumbled in there together somehow, it really doesn't matter. (laughs) All right. Okay. So it's summertime, right? Yep. And even though we haven't experienced the popsicles yet. <laughs> oh, Luke did. He had a he had a pickle pop the other day, he said. Ew. I know, nasty. I guess it really is legit pickle juice. Gross. In a popsicle. That's terrible. Yeah. Okay, well. Um, here's just a fun one. Because we like to make s'mores in the summer too, right? Yeah. Popsicles and s'mores kind of make you think about summertime. Okay. okay. So would you rather have a squishy marshmallow head? <laughs> Or sticky popsicle stick legs. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, It just makes me think of the guy um, from Hercules with the flame head, Hades. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. A marshmallow head or sticky legs? He's got a s'mores marshmallow fire head. All I'm thinking right now is that that Mike just got back from this camp out and they hiked through all this like poison ivy and all this Ugh. garbage. And if you had sticky legs, <laughs> your legs <laughs> would be disgustingly oh. like, oh my gosh, you couldn't hike. You couldn't go. Oh, and the mosquitoes, everything's going to stick to you. Yeah, so you're not liking the sticky Ooh, popsicle stick legs? Marshmallow head, really? I mean, it could be fun. You're just licking yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. I'm just, I guess I'll have a marshmallow head because... I have to be so busy. My legs are very important. So I know. Can you imagine walking without joints? With popsicle <laughs> stick legs? <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm definitely having to have a marshmallow head. Yeah, I'm going marshmallow head too. <laughs> have a hey. happy marshmallow head popsicle stick legs summer, everyone. We'll see you next week.
You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.